Welcome back to another episode of Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And in today's episode, we are going to play a little game. Ash and I love to come up with fun games to incorporate into each of our series. But before we get to our game, let's do a little reading update. So Ashley, what are you currently reading? Okay, I am, I haven't been reading that much the past week or so. Me too. Um, <laughs> I know. It's like a weird time. And anyways, um, and I think like book series, like I finished the fifth season last week. And so I feel like whenever I finish a big book like that, I like need to take some time away, just like decompress and before I jump back into another book. So I did that. I finished that. Loved it. Absolutely loved the characters and the language and just laughing when I think back to the description I gave in our blind pitch episode because I was only like a third of the way through and now I'm like looking back and I'm like that was a horrible description (laughs) I feel like it's a hard book to describe anyway yeah it really is but I loved it and I'm really excited for the second book and so now I jumped back into a discovery of witches and I'm hoping to wrap that up this week and I also started The Vanishing Half, which oh, I'm I'm really loving. So good. I really liked that one. It, I mean, like I said, I was like, at first I just had to like adjust my brain into thinking of like character based as opposed to right. or character driven as opposed to plot driven. But it really is one of those books that like totally lives up to the hype. And I was incredibly impressed. And then I found out that Britt Bennett is only 30. And I was like, what? I know. So I was like, great. I'm going to go put my head in the sand now. I'm useless and unaccomplished. Oh, my gosh. I always feel that way. Like when we were talking about like Sarah J. Mass, how she wrote her first, the first Throne of Glass book at 16. I'm just like, guys, stop putting me to shame. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm clocking out. You got it. You guys got this covered. You don't need me. And I'm just loving how in The Vanishing Half, it's so, I know we kind of talked about this last time, it's very character driven. And I just think it's so hard to pull off a character driven book, especially like, you know, this is her second book, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. And I like as a, as your sophomore book to be able to pull off like a very well executed character driven book is major props to her. Yeah. It's also really surprising because I thought it was going to be just about the twins, the sisters, Mm. and it's about so much more. And that's why it ultimately reminded me of um, the Hearts Invisible Furies because these side characters end up taking center stage and you're like, whoa, I don't know. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I'm really Um, excited because we all know how I feel about the Hearts Invisible Furies. My top five favorite books of all time. Yeah, I literally was reading it and I was like, Ashley's going to love this because it's sort of like, it's not, I mean, they're obviously two completely different books, but it's just like a similar tone. And Mm. I mean, you guys know how I am. I love to equate things to each other just to give people a little more context. Um, I'm also reading the fifth season, but I made the mistake of reading it at the same time as A Song of Wraiths and Ruin, which is they're both so good but since they're both such distinct fantasy realms I'm like I had to stop flipping between them yeah because it was not doing the books any justice um because they're both so so good and I was like I just need to experience these one at a time and I'm also listening to With the Fire on High on audio and oh I really want to read that it's, one it's actually it is so good <laughs> Like, really? Uh, I, and, the, and the audio is really good because the, I'm definitely, fantastic. like, 
that's where I'm reading right now. Like I'm mostly like I have I bought the audiobook of The Vanishing Half because I was like I really want to read this, but I'm just like not able to sit down and read. And so audiobooks are a lifesaver for me right now. It's fantastic. It's on Scribd. Elizabeth Acevedo, I think, is one of my new favorite authors. Um, I finished Clap When You Land in June, and that was also so good. But With the Fire on High is just, like, it's written in verse, but it's, it doesn't feel like it. Oh, Clap When You Land. in verse? Yeah, she because Clap When You Land was written in verse, too, which was so good, but I was aware of the verse, whereas With the Fire mm. on High, I'm not as aware and they're also totally different stories, but just so, so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. Added to the list. Okay. So now let's get into the game. We've sort of done games or, you know, specials in every series so far. We've done the game of plots and we've done our love is blind pitches. And we've also chatted about Big Brother. I feel like Love is Blind feels like it was years ago, does it Years not? ago. That was like, <laughs> were we in quarantine yet? I don't think we were in quarantine yet. Interesting. Wow. It feels like it's been a year and just a few months. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so for this series, we wanted to come up with a game that you could all play along with while listening. So do you remember being stuck in a long car ride and playing 20 Questions? Or the iconic game where you're forced to choose between three celebrities, one of which will die, and one of which you will, um, how can I put this, PG, uh, have relations with. An uh, adult snuggle. <laughs> an adult snuggle. <laughs> so all those games. Now, what if we made it bookish? So we are going to bring you a bookish question game, which is very fitting because I just finished a long car ride. And the question game is how Nick and I fell in love. (laughs) Um, But Ashley and I have each come up with several questions and scenarios that we'll ask each other. And basically we're going to be combining would you rather kiss, marry, kill and 20, 20 questions all into one. Yes, and our answers for this game are going to be limited to characters, places, and events from book series we have both read. So this includes To All the Boys I Loved Before, uh, A Court of Thorns and Roses, the Charlotte Holmes series, the Wedding Date series, The Simple Wild, and Serpent and Dove. So we are going to try our very best to stay spoiler free, but always listen with caution if you haven't read all of these books, because you know how long winded we can get to keep us on track. We will only have one minute to come up with our answer. Oh my God. That's so much pressure. I know. We love a time limit. Yeah, we love a time limit. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Who wants to start? You start. Oh, I start. Okay, all right. I'm going to start off with the hardest question, I feel like. Maybe not the Uh hardest question, but, like, one that is going to take you a second to come up with your answer. Okay. You are in high school, and you end up in detention, a la The Breakfast Club. That kind of a scenario. Who are you in detention with, and what did they do to get here? You have to pick four characters, and each one must be from a different book. Okay, um, more, um, Peter Kavinsky, (laughs) um, uh, okay, well, more is in there because we were passing notes, um, Peter is there 
because um, we got caught making out. Oh, um. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Um, and who else? I'm going to say that Farah's there. And <gasps> we got um, into an argument. And my last choice is Jen. And she's was mad at me um, and threw something at my head. Wow. Okay. Was that so, a minute? That was a little over a minute, but I, okay, I, inter- geez, you. I, I interjected, so. Oh, my God. That was pressure. <laughs> um. So where were you and Peter? In the coat closet. <laughs> the coat closet? <laughs> there are no coat closets in high school. There's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm also very surprised. I was waiting for you to say Jonah, but good to know that Peter Kavinsky ranks higher than Jonah. Well, in your mind. Uh, it's, but it's detention. Jonah wouldn't be in there. Like, I'm still oh, keeping it age appropriate. Oh, I guess that's true. Okay. <laughs> okay Morris, like, 300 years old. <laughs> yeah, but, like, she's like a Cullen, you know? Like, I feel like if she was living in modern world, she'd still be going to high school because she'd be like well, this is where all the fun is i guess that's true maybe she would college also, is there she would also be like the really cool girl that i would never be able to be friends with okay i also just like want you to notice the differences and how i just behaved with that and a pitch whereas like a pitch i'm like yeah i got this and then like that just <laughs> made me start sweating <laughs> maybe this is this is my calling this is where i come into my i definitely think you're better at me than this because i feel like I have not been daydreaming about this as much because I've been literally the most backhanded compliment ever. Um, I have a life and that's why I'm not as good at this No, I was going to say because my daydreams are about the characters that I'm writing about in my, in my own book right now. Um, I guess that was a backhanded compliment. Yeah, that also, okay. also, also. I, I don't have time to think about these characters like you because I'm doing something with my life. Everybody's going to come for me now. <laughs> well, you're in detention for a reason anyway, so it's fine. I guess, I'm, yeah. Uh, okay. All right, hit me with my first question. I also feel like this this really, like, speaks to my skills as a lawyer because you really have to think – you have to be able to argue your position, like, right away without a, you know, on a drop of a hat, drop of a hat, drop of a pin – yeah yeah you've got to really know your answer right away like even if you're not sure you have to sound really confident okay so we're going to one of your favorite television shows so you are on the challenge from mtv and you need to pick your alliance members but you can only pick from these two amran from a court of mist and fury or max from party of two Ooh, okay. So this is actually a tough choice because on the one hand, Amryn is obviously, like, I think physically stronger than Max. And she would kind of, like, sneak under the radar. And I feel like in the challenge, you don't want somebody that's too much of a threat because they're going to try to get you out early. But, like, also, Amryn would go down to every single elimination round and come back because she's literally not human um and max is very human but he would have like an excellent political game so he'd be Mm kind of like for for anybody that watches the challenge he'd kind of be like a wes like a picture max from party of two being very much like a wes who's very good at the game but i think 
based on the fact that I think I would have a pretty good social game. So I'm going to go with Amarin. Okay. There's only 47 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know. See, this is how I would be so good on the challenge. I mean, I would say, like, when we were doing the Big Brother pitch, and I was like, here, Robin, here's my casting, like, entry, like, cast me. Um, I don't feel that way about the challenge. I would actually, like, be destroyed in the competitions. But, like, if I had Amarin in my alliance, it would be all right. Yeah, it's hard. Okay, Hit ready? me with another question. All right, this is this is my favorite of all the questions because I'm going to stump ya. Oh, no. Okay. Kiss, marry, or kill? Oh, God. Cassian, <gasps> Peter Kavinsky, or Reese. Oh and you better yeah. justify these. I swear to god I'm gonna I'm gonna write down your answers and I'm gonna hold you to them. Okay, I'm gonna marry Reese, obviously, because he is the most supportive partner and he believes in equality between men and women. Um so yes, I would marry him and then I would Oh, this is so hard. Um I'm gonna kiss Cassian because that just seems like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> and that man bun. Yeah, and I guess I'm gonna have to kill Peter, but like he's the most expendable, right? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Alex that you said that, and she's gonna come. For okay, you. but she also love uh, she loves Cassian too. No, I know. I honestly, if I had to do the same thing, I mean, obviously, I'd be marrying Reese. We we know this. I've named a plant my firstborn child after him. I mean, it's like it's yeah. it's a done deal. Um, and I think like you know, Peter Kavinsky is a little young for us, right? You know? Exactly. So, oh, forgot about your timer. It's fine because I had such a convincing argument, right? Such a convincing argument. Thank you so much. I also feel like Cassian. I mean, we know, we know that that Cassian's down for a good time oh yeah I cannot wait for the new book I'm so excited let me just say that (laughs) anyways and since like you're well I don't want to spoil anything but anyways yeah (laughs) we know who you would get we know who you would get cast in if you got to play a character from Akatar. so yeah Um, that would go well okay are you ready for your next one I'm ready okay speaking of Peter Kavinsky we're gonna take it back to high school a little bit Um, okay so, you have never really been, like, you know, a prom kind of girl. Wow, we're really hitting it with the compliments today. <laughs> <sighs> this is a hypothetical you. <laughs> Literally, all my DMs are going to be like, Phoebe, why were you so mean to Ashley? And I'm going to be like, Ashley, set me up for these. <laughs> so, hypothetically, you've never been one who dreamed about going to your prom would never okay. have been like, I need to go to prom. But you have been dragged to the dance by your boyfriend. And you are crowned prom queen. I mean, that sounds about right. Your boyfriend is a man named Rhysand. <laughs> but you must share your spotlight dance with any other male character from these books. Who do you choose? Why? And does Reese get jealous? Okay, well, I'm obviously going to say right off the bat that Reese would not be jealous. Who do I choose and why? Honestly, does it have to, can it be someone from Akatar or does it have to be from a different book? Um, it can be from Akatar if you want. 
Okay. I'm kind of feeling like I want it to be two prom queens, and I want to share that stage with more. I love that so much. Thank you. I just think, first of all, more is a queen. Yes. Like, literally perfection. And it would be really fun to, like, do a big dance with her and, like, maybe she'd, like, become my best friend. And She would be su- she would she's such it. a good best friend. I, she, I think she's, I really do. like, I think she's probably my, one of my, like, favorite characters that I've ever encountered in a fictional book. Yeah, especially for somebody that, like, is is a secondary character, quote-unquote. Like, she's not the protagonist. She's not, like, you know, from the very beginning, she's not in the story. But she's such a good supporting character. And it makes me so excited to read Throne of Glass because um, everyone says that, like, the inner circle is amazing in Agatar, but that there is a group of, like, friends in, in... throne of glass it's like even better and i just like can't imagine someone like a whole bunch of people being better than more so i cannot wait yeah i love her so much that's fun yeah okay Okay. all right ready for their third question i'm ready but i'm also nervous this is a long one oh gosh okay you're in quarantine for two weeks cannot leave the house would you rather be in a house with, I'm going to name two sets of characters, and you have to pick which one you want to be in a house with. House number one, Tamlin from Akatar, mm. Jonah from The Simple Wild, The Bone Carver from Akatar. Oh my gosh. And Lou from Serpent and Dove. So that's house one. And then house two is high, is King Hyburn from Akatar. Ooh. <laughs> Christine from To All the Boys I Loved Before. <laughs> Zeke the Fainting Goat from Wild at Heart. Uh, and Olivia from Party of Two. Okay, hands down. This is so easy. House one. <laughs> because Lou and I would rip Tamlin a new one. Mm, okay, like, I see that. Like, what would Jonah be doing in this situation? Because I, you know, I stand, I stand firm that I think that Tamlin and Jonah would get along pretty well. I said it. Um, yeah. Well, here's the deal. Not to like, I'm gonna sound like Natalie again. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I have very mixed feelings about the whole idea of like the Tamlin redemption. I want to believe that. I mean, so I have a personal philosophy of like, I will forgive, but I won't forget. Just because, you know, like, burn me once, shame on you. Burn me twice, shame on me. I don't like to be made a fool. So I think that it's possible for Tamlin to change. But, like, I obviously wouldn't trust him. And I think that Jonah is, like, he, like, we, like, make fun of him for being, like, a grumpy dude. But, like, I think that he... Not sees the good in people, but he gives people a lot of chances. Um, I guess that's true. Okay. So I think that he would be like, like if so, like if Tamlin's in this house, being like, I did a bad thing, um, like, but I'm trying to do better. Like, can you help me? Jonah would be like, we have to give him the opportunity to do better. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. 
I can definitely see that. Okay. And the bone carver would just be, like, so silly to throw in that mix. So funny. Because I feel like and he would just like, be like, I'm staying in my room. Leave me alone. And Lou would be like, come on, let's do shots. And Really, Lou would be the most fun out of all I, Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Lou and, like, Jamie Cassian. would be. Oh, my God. Jamie would be way too neurotic for me during quarantine. And I'd be like, you're a hypochondriac and you're making me really nervous. And, like, I don't want to smell a goat in quarantine. So um, but Olivia would provide really good snacks. She would. And I she bet would. she would be, like, if I, like, lost my job or something, she'd be, like, I'm going to help you fight this for, like, unfair reasons. Yeah. And she would also, I feel like she'd be really good at coming up with games to play. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. But. I support. I support your decision. Thank okay. you. But the king of hybrid, he can, he can burn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. I've just made all of these about Resand because I want you to struggle. Um, <laughs> by struggle, I mean, I can't, like, I feel like if you're just like, you're on a desert island, who do you bring with you? You're like, Reese. Um, okay, like, you're going out for ice cream. Who do you go with? Reese. Next question. <laughs> um, one of my favorite shows is Survivor. Okay. So... You are on Survivor. Already off to a horrible start because I would be starving and I'd be like that girl that like couldn't like eat anything and then she like almost had to get eliminated because she like literally couldn't keep down food. That would be me. I still feel like you'd be really good at it because I don't, I feel like you, you like a challenge. I do like a challenge. I also like sleep though and I feel like nobody sleeps on that show. I feel like if you were forced to play it, you would do very well. Uh, But you wouldn't want to go by choice. But I mean, the people who go by choice, I'm like, what the heck? Um, anyway, so you're okay. on Survivor, and Resand is due to be voted off <gasps> the island. How dare they? Yes. Okay. But you have a hidden immunity idol that no one knows about. Who are the other characters that are on your tribe who are potentially trying to vote Reese off? And how do you pull off saving him and yourself? Oh my gosh, this is a hard one. Okay, give me that one minute timer. Okay. Okay. So, first of all, I think that I would confide in Olivia, Jamie, and Charlotte. If If they were on the island with me, I would confide with them that I had an immunity idol. And I would trust them. And we would together work out a plan. And I think what I would do is I would make a fake idol and I would like wear it around. But like before tribal council, I would like take the fake one out and I would put it on and I would be like, and I'm going to use it to save like Reese. So you better not vote for him. I'll have Olivia next to me and she will be very convincing. I just know it. Like two lawyers together on the island. Oh, I know. Done deal. That's a minute, but I'm very interested. Okay. (laughs) So then we get to tribal council. Oh, oh. And I would have Charlotte go around the island and make sure nobody else has any immunity idols. Um, and then we would somehow try to get it on Tamlin. I would make my fake immunity idol kind of look fake so they don't believe that it's actually real and that I'm bluffing, but then I would pull out the real one at the last second and give it to Reese. I think about this a lot at night when I'm like, 
trying to fall asleep and I'm like, oh, I'm going to think about this book. <laughs> um, I like want to watch this. Like I, I just wish you could like pluck characters out of books and put them into real life situations. Um, and I think that's why we like, like to talk about like, oh, this character is like such an Enneagram two or like there's such a cancer. Like, yeah. you know, like we can identify those personality traits. I actually watched a really fun writing vlog on YouTube Ooh. where this, um, yeah, the, Oh my gosh, Amber by Amber Burns introduced it to me. It is such a fun rabbit hole to go down. Um, and there was this one girl, I can't remember her name. If I can remember, I'll make sure I put it in our stories. Um, and she was like outlining her main character's personality. And it was this like 10 page document. And she was like talking about like her astrological sign and like possible like past traumas or like you know who she was like the type of people that she gravitates Mm -hmm. towards as friends because like I feel like most of my really good friends are like Enneagram ones or like four fives like those are the people that I gravitate towards and I need like a healthy dose of sevens um Sam (laughs) um it's just like an interesting thing to think about for characters yeah I completely agree that's so cool okay I feel like we have time for one more each Okay. okay. So, last question for you. This is not even about characters necessarily. Would you rather have read Akatar, like the first book, only the first book, and never be able to read the second and the third book? But you constantly hear people talk about, oh my gosh, how amazing it is. And like, it's so much better than the first one, like forever. Like, but you physically are never able to read the book. I don't know why, but like, that's just the world we live in. Would you rather that situation or you would have never heard of Sarah J. Mass. Your eyes would never have been open to her amazing series and you never would have picked up any fantasy books so you never would have read the fifth season you never would have read race and ruins like you wouldn't have read any of those books okay see that was so easy until you told me i couldn't read any others yeah like you never would because like you never would have read (sighs) fantasy that was our gateway into the series you never would have picked them up okay i guess i guess i would still read akatar but not read akamath because not reading nk jessamine's writing would be a crime against humanity (laughs) yeah I I don't know I really struggle with this one like I I would like I can't imagine my life without fantasy but also I really can't imagine like I wouldn't like I would hate Reese I know but like if you think about like I know know. we still like we still like the first book force to right like if you're forced to choose between like all or nothing like I guess I would, like, I did enjoy reading Akatar. Like, it didn't, like, so sweep true. me off. Like, it didn't sweep me off my feet the way that Akamath did. But, like, there are so many other books that I would be really upset to be missing out on. Um, I guess that's true. And I also feel like if I had just read Akatar, I still would be picking up other fantasy. Like, that would have been enough for I me agree. to be like, oh, I'm going to read other books in this genre. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for your last one? Yes. It's a toughie. Okay. (laughs) It's actually really not that tough. (laughs) Okay. This is your kiss, Mary Kill. Okay. Between Asriel Mm -hmm. from A Court of Mist and Fury, Jonah from The Simple Wild, and Jamie from A Study in Charlotte. Ooh. Remember, you have to justify them all. Okay. All right. Um, 
I would marry Jamie, but he has to be like a little bit older because he's like <laughs> he's like eighteen when the book's finished. So like let's yeah, like okay. increase his age a little bit. But I would definitely marry Jamie. He is so Jamie from the Charlotte Holmes books. He is my second favorite, right behind Reese. Second favorite like book boyfriend kind of thing. Like he's my perfect YA character, male character. Mm. I love him so much. I could talk about him all day long. I think he's a perfect role model for what, like, young kids should be looking for in a best friend, in, like, Mm -hmm. a boyfriend. Like, I just love Jamie. So I would marry him. And he's just so (laughs) sweet. And sometimes I feel like I'm... He'd be a really good partner. He would. And sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit like Charlotte. So, yeah, for sure would marry Jamie. I would kiss Azrael because we know those shadows. Mm, mm-hmm. We, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna get into it, but, but we know. Uh, so for sure, kiss Azrael, and that means that I have to kill Jonah. I mean, let's just talk about the growth because who did we <laughs> both get rid of? <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. I know, crazy. Wow. Everyone's gonna be like, <gasps> shocking news. Oh my god. Justin from Read It or List at headquarters. Phoebe Ashley, Ashley kills have. Peter Kav- <laughs> Ashley and Phoebe kill Peter Kavinsky and Jonah from this. Like, <laughs> breaking news. Who are we? It's called growth. I mean, oh. yeah. But it doesn't mean, I mean, like, we could have been married to them prior. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, we could have, And like, they, you, you know, know, they left the earth. At our hand, apparently. But never mind. This is getting dark. Okay, I think it's time to wrap that up. <laughs> this was fun. Yes. Let us know if you liked this, if you like little more discussion-based episodes. I know our reviews are really popular because, you know, we you get to hear a little bit more of our thoughts besides just trying to get you to read these books. So let us know if you would like to see or hear more of these types of episodes moving forward. But if you enjoyed today's episode please make sure to leave a review and a rating on on Apple Podcasts. It is the best and a free way to support Read It or List It. And we'll be continuing our discussion on series next week. So stop by today's Instagram post at Read It or List It pod and let us know about your favorites, what how you would answer some of these questions, and what you're planning on reading this summer, series or not. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read It or List It Pod. All rights reserved 2020.